It's time debit card users are also included in the cashback fun. Now everyone can get cashback on everyday purchases with Discover Cashback Debit. That includes no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. You have now found yourself trapped in the incomprehensible maze.
You guys, welcome to your Wednesday episode of So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey. This is your pal Ryan. How is everybody doing today? Now, Wednesday, what do we say? You, it's the it's it's hump day, not in terms of humping people, but it's it you know it's you made it past the hump. After today, you're halfway, you're over halfway through the week, and you only got two more days, and you can do that. Like I said, this is the time you can completely check out. Your boss is going to be cool with it. Trust me, if your boss isn't cool with it, I'll give you my number. You have him talk, him or her, talk to me, and we'll work it out. But I'm telling you, check out from this point on. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show yesterday. I was very angry about Salt Lake City. How, I mean, what? <laughs> I, I can't, I can't. I was very angry doing that recap because it just, it reignited my fury all over again. And I have bad news for you guys. They're doing a three-part reunion there is no need to do a three-part reunion of this show. Like, what are they going to do? I mean, are they... I, I can't imagine that this is going to be good content. Like, I feel like they, they're pressed to find one episode. So we obviously know then that Jen Shaw is going to be one episode. But I just can't imagine that they're trying to get two episodes out of this. My only thought is, and I know this is like a little inside baseball, but I was like, they might have pre-sold advertising and they kind of have to stretch it out. So we'll see tomorrow night or tonight, actually, we'll see tonight um, how much filler there is. Uh, who knows? Really, who knows? But I just, I want Bravo to retire the words ride or die and um, grace. We've got to give each other grace. Oh, God, it's so annoying. Uh, so the first part of the reunion starts tonight. Today, you guys, we have an amazing show for you, as always. Guys, even when things are wonky in my life, we still, we put it, we put the work in, folks. We do this. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying this. We have Bill and Becky Bailey back on today. This is very silly. Um, I, uh, we, you, my mom got her, my, my mom you know, shaved her hair or we got it professionally done and she's, she's bald as a bowling ball. Is that a correct? <laughs> it was, but I'm so glad it, it went good and it went okay. And, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit in this quick 10 minute interview. And my dad's here, uh, and we had a blast talking and it's been really, really nice being able to spend all this time with them. And, you know, but it's, it's so funny. I'm their son, but it always constantly feels like I'm auditioning. Like with my mom, I'm like, mom, how good has this been, huh? A lot of, I've been helping. That means you should be okay with me staying now for weeks at a time. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I'll talk more about that on Thursday's episode when it's just, I think it's, I think I'm going to do a solo one, just me and you guys. So if you have any questions or anything like that, make sure you email me at so bad it's good with Ryan Bailey. Also, a reminder on the Patreon, we are doing summer house recaps over there starting February 13th. Uh, so go sign up over there. Uh, I'm forgetting something. If you like the podcast, leave it a five star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And also, I didn't get to read all the messages. But I got so many amazing messages about my mom's uh, piece on yesterday's podcast. And you guys are just so uh, great. I mean, not even great, because I think you genuinely dig her like I do. And uh, But it's just really nice to hear from you guys. Um, it, it's really nice. <laughs> it's really nice. And then um, also, uh, besides that, we have two of my favorite guests that come on here. I think this is their third time. We got Brandy Howard and Julie Goldman. And you remember them from The People's Couch, but they're just – I mean, they're just – 
I think they're they're really one of my favorite twosomes, and they're great individually, but I just think they're magical together, and they make me laugh. I feel like those are the kind of people, they have this talent where you feel like you would be friends with them. Like, you're like, I'm like, oh man, these remind me of like my friends. <laughs> I think probably everybody feels that way about them because they say they say how they genuinely feel. And that's for better or worse. I'm actually on their podcast this week, Dumb Gay Politics. I think it should be out. I'm not sure. I think maybe Thursday, but I'll let you guys know. And I just, this was yesterday and I was already angry about Salt Lake. And then we were talking politics and there is a more politically bent podcast, which they talk about hating it so much because who enjoys talking about politics? But I raged against the machine on their podcast about politics. So if that's your thing, it's going to be over there. But I think these ladies are amazing. And I got to tell you, what's kind of cool, too, is that we talk about the Jen Shaw stuff, because I did this interview last week in preparation for this week, because I knew I would be here, and they had watched the finale of Salt Lake, and they have a very different opinion about Jen Shaw. And I kind of like, you know, when it's them, or when it's somebody I truly respect, I kind of like, I'll go, okay, that's really interesting. I really enjoy hearing different people's perspectives because they're not like, it's not standing. It's like, oh, okay. And their their point about Jen Shaw was very, very interesting in terms of what other people get for crimes like this and even what males get for crimes like this. Uh, we were using kind of like upper political figures uh, doing similar things and getting way less time. And I had never really thought about that. Now, listen, my opinion pretty much stays firm about Jen Shaw, uh, but she got way less time than I thought she would. But I, I just wanted to point that out. Uh, I just think they're so fun and funny. And we laugh. I giggle like a fucking school kid in this just to warn you oh i didn't need to say that f word i gotta watch my cursing on this i ah, man anyways okay without further ado uh my mom and dad bill and becky bailey and just so you know the sound might be a little echoey because i did not bring two mics with me okay here we go uh hey guys welcome to an all-new episode of so bad it's good uh we have two special guests today um, uh, one is bald now and, uh, the other one is my mom, <laughs> no, no, Bill and Becky Bailey. Welcome peace. to the show. Oh, peace. And the bald one is his mom. I'm now an official Star Trekkie. Yeah. Uh, the character from Star Trek, the movie, she was bald just like you are. You guys knew last night that, uh, my mom was getting her hair, uh, but I mean, shaved. shaved. Yeah. So you got it and you, you look good. How, how did it feel? It feels fine. A little chilly, so I have a little skull cap that I wear around the you house. You should put underwear on. <laughs> or a coat. Or hide my face. But it it wasn't uh, it wasn't it wasn't traumatic. Yeah, it's good. But you might feel it might feel traumatic tomorrow. Why is that? I don't know. Maybe you'll get up and and I'm just trying to add trauma oh, yeah. to it for oh, you. Oh yeah, you're trying to make me get. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing a show, Becky. No, I'll just wear my out. wigs out. It's all good. All good. Yeah, we're the blonde. We're it, the blonde one tonight. It will grow back. <laughs> and thank you to everyone that. Uh, uh, somebody, people were just sending hair wraps suggestions. And oh, stuff like that. that would be That's the great. one I sent you. Oh, I just, oh that I, slouch hat. Yeah, yeah. That looked cool. Um, and dad, I went to, I woke up super early. I didn't get really much sleep last night. And then I went and partied yeah. with a bunch of uh, older men. Oh, and women. <laughs> and women. Sorry, older men and women. At the forum. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, and we went for breakfast. And you guys go at like 7, yeah, really early in the morning. Yeah. And you know the 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 waiter's name, who yeah, seems like a sixteen year old yeah, or something. No, he's like twenty one. He's twenty one. Good kid, yeah. 
Yeah, you guys all know him, and a lot of people made fun of you. All the guys bullied you. <laughs> I didn't realize you were the one that they made fun of. Yeah, it's good to be. It's good to be included. <laughs> I haven't been canceled yet. Yeah. Well, I think you like hanging out with them because you're one of the younger-looking people in the group. Yeah, I'm. We're all in our mid seventies. I'm seventy-four. But I'm saying I think you, because you still have uh, your hair color is still yeah. brown. Everybody else kind of seems to have white hair or. And I'm better looking. And you're better looking, yeah. But I, and the other thing was, these guys, all they talked about was everything that was wrong with them. <laughs> I know, really. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was an old man breakfast. I mean, as soon as we sat down, there was only about two other people there, and we got Yeah. There. I mean, uh, radiation and. Yeah, oh, one guy's God, getting polar. something jammed up his penis on yeah, Friday. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And then it seemed like you guys were competing over what was wrong with you guys. Uh, each one was trying Not to one up the I other. Listen, I listen, but they always do it. It's really, it's really, tr- it's true, it's true. But I mean, that's all old people talk about their health. Yeah. Every week it's like that. Yeah. You, yeah. So I'm telling you guys out there. I'm warning you, this is going to happen to you too. So please go get the exercise today you need. Take the vitamin you need now. I was at breakfast with these people and it wasn't good, you guys. It was very sad. I mean, they were laughing, but you could tell. And you could tell the jealousy of me and my young my young body and say my youth. Well, yeah, because Brian and wanted to know health. if you were leaving. Yeah. And your health, your youth, your sight. Yeah. Your yeah. No, I'm losing all of those things too. I can't imagine staying alive for <laughs> 30 more years. No, but it is, it's really a lot of fun. And then we go bowling afterwards. And uh, continue yeah. to make fools of ourselves. But they said you're the worst, the bad bowler. Well, duh. Is that true? Well, sure. Oh. I'm not the worst, but I'm not the best by far. Yeah. But I did okay today. I had a, like I told you at dinner, I had a 147, a 180, and a 137. That's good for me. That's good. That's good for anybody. And his handicap adds, you know. Well, they tell me I'm, the, I'm their handicap. Oh, oh, just like you've always told me. <laughs> so what you're saying to people out there that get bullied, it doesn't get better. The older you get, it doesn't get better. Um, <laughs> just laugh. Yeah, so uh, what's uh, what's happening tomorrow here? What is the excitement? Uh, two of my friends are going to stop by, and one's br- bringing, she's been through the chemo route, and she's going to bring some of her hats, too, and we're going to kind of have a little hat hat. Just a nice and a fun chemo party. Yeah. And I'm going to well, dance. well, it's the hat thing. Yeah. Um, and then you have to go back to the doctors on Friday, right? Yeah, I get a port put in. And okay, so that's happening. We also were just watching Jeopardy, and they had a whole category yeah. for housewives. And Dad got to watch me get one of those right. You must have been proud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you got to be proud of something. <laughs> and I watched. Um, I started finally the Vanderpump. Oh yeah, you started Vanderpump Rules today from oh, the beginning. Okay. Yeah, so it was I interesting like that show. I because like that. I forgot they were so. In that beginning, they're so much younger. Of course, we all were back then. Yeah, we were. And uh, yeah. it was interesting. I uh, what I had missed. What'd you say about Stasi though? I said she's a little devil. I, <laughs> is Stasi the one that threw the drink in the face? Stasi's the one that slapped Kristen. Okay, that, yeah. And then the big thing was, she seems like a very bright, young, intelligent girl. Why is she does as she let Jax sleep not at home for like two or three nights a week, and that's okay? What do you do? You mean like? Well, you were saying why did she date him for two years to begin yes, with? Yes, and 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 he sleeps around. He doesn't come home. So what's your and point? And all yeah. she says is, "Oh, why didn't you come home last night?" And it's like, 
I would have got. He's so you're saying, as a free. woman, you would have stood up for yourself, oh, yes. and you would have, you wouldn't have let he's, that happen. He's staying for free, and she seems more intelligent than that. Well, I mean, wait, watch a couple more seasons, yeah. see if you still say the same okay. thing. Okay, yeah. I like that Vanderbilt thing. Vanderpump, yeah, in the uh, yeah, Vanderbilt. Uh, and also the Summer House. With that one. Yeah, Summer House comes on in a couple weeks, like too, that. and I'll have like to have you one. guys yeah. watch an episode of that. Um, uh, and then what was I going to say, too? Oh, yeah, I didn't tell Dad this. I said this on yesterday's show, and you, Mom said in the car the, the drive the other day, she asked me uh, very seriously, she said, do you, hum, do you hum when you make a bowel movement? He's okay. in there humming. Cause she's listening to me go to the I bathroom, and she says, and she, you'll, you'll always be her little boy. Yeah, but, wait, but then <laughs> I was like, but yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I was humming, but also, isn't that okay to hum while you go to the bathroom? I just I get don't. in and get out. <laughs> well, I, you're not an artist like I am. Like this is a musical talent. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. I have no. I have to have a bucket. But you needed to ask me. I'm. I'm so happy you asked me <laughs> privately instead of with a group well, yes. of people around. Like you, you should really be. Do. You should be around more often. Yeah. <laughs> He's not coming back for a while, folks. <laughs> um, uh, but I, I will have to say, uh, pats on the back to me is that I really, I've really made your whole week, and I really, I think I've made both of your guys' week being here, you right? Did I had Dad? a great, and you are great, <laughs> but I really did, and we got out the good wines. No, no, but seriously, yeah. seriously, no, yeah. it's been nice. Very it's nice. been a nice treat. Very nice. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else uh, that you nope, want to say I'm to everybody? Good, no, everybody. just uh, Thank you. just peace and don't hate. Yeah, can you believe it's only been three weeks since Christmas? I know. It I feels like longer, it's been yeah. months and months and months. I, I, yeah, because we've got the Christmas decorations all down and put oh away, God. and it seems like a long time, like it you does. said. Yeah, yeah. And you've already you've uh, you lost twenty pounds. Uh, no, ten, with ten. no, I'm talking about your hair. Oh, yeah. Hey! But I did, because I gained 30 pounds on this medication. But that's not you. That was the medication. Yeah, the medication. And I've lost 10 of it. So that makes me That's what I tell people, too, is I'm on medication. there you go. (laughs) Oh, actually, you might uh, like this, is that a lot of housewives and celebrities now, they're doing uh, this thing called Ozempic, which is a diabetes drug. I've seen And uh, everybody's pissed because then actual people with diabetes can't get their medicine because all these celebrities are doing no. uh, Ozempic. Tell what to do? I mean, weight loss? Yeah, yeah like it, well, it, it pretty much takes away your appetite yeah, completely. Yeah, it's not good for you. Well, and they say if you quit, then you gain like double the weight yes. back. Yes. It's a yo-yo effect. But if I can get you some, do you want it? No. I'm joking. I'm just, <laughs> I don't do that I stuff. would take it myself. You would not. I, no, I, I mean, if it was free, I probably no. would. No. No, I, I think, I mean, if, if I could assure, be assured that all the diabetic in, people. Inside of your bodies, you oh, can't. Oh, it's already hurt. You can't do that up and down stuff. Um, Dad, any uh, <laughs> advice for 2023? No, not at all. No. No, not at all. No, no. Hey, no. Come, really, come together, be peace, no hate. We're all in this together. Oh, you know what I haven't told the audience at all? I kept this completely was about Addison, my niece. Oh, yeah. yeah. So on yeah. New on New uh, the it was New Year's, New Year's Eve. Day. She New Year's broke Day. her back. And that sounds it way more sledding actually. But in a, they went to go skiing. Sledding. Sledding, sorry, but it was in the snow. Some people call it yep. sledding. And, yeah. and she 
And she had it like she hit something and completely up in the air, and, and they had to airlift her to Children's uh, Hospital in Phoenix, Phoenix, and they thought it was even worse. And it turns out she broke like the L seven or something, and she's in a back brace. But she's so lucky because it wasn't anything. Yeah, they thought that, she that was going to be paralyzed, paralyzed for the yeah. rest of her life. I mean, and that was uh, New Year's Eve. That I mean, was, was crazy. Yeah. And so uh, we were like, oh my god, can anything Here's more happen? Thing. Yeah. I mean, really, just. It is what it is. You just deal with it. And we dealt with it as a family. You know, God mm-hmm. takes care of us. Amen. Dealt with it as a family. I was I was calling uh, Connor. He acted annoyed to talk to me. He was like, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, she's uh, she's hurt. Yeah. Anyways, I'll, I got to go. And I'm like, what do you got to do? Because <laughs> they, him and his dad had to drive back by themselves. because. But they weren't even driving yet. They were hanging out at the place. until the next day. Yeah, yeah. Flew in. He just didn't want to talk to me. Yeah. Uh, he was bored. And, but, and, but he got A's, all A's and but one you B. Know, but you know, Ryan, you should be used to that now. People are not wanting to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and I, that? That's why you do a podcast. Yeah. You know, you, you get to choose who you, you talk to. Just like yeah. when you were a kid. They have, yeah. We had yeah. to pay yeah. people yeah. to play with By the way, now that I think about it, I was doing podcasts as a, a kid. I would just talk to myself in a corner. Yeah. Um, oh, the other so thing. Among Connor. other things in a corner. <laughs> yeah. And Connor, uh, my nephew, or you guys know him as Watermelon. He, yeah, he's getting oh, great so. grades. But yeah. then the other thing is this kid's growing up. This we we all went out to eat on Sunday night. We get this shrimp appetizer. This dude gets two shrimps. I got I gave one him shrimp. Mine. I gave yeah, him Dad mine. gave yeah, Connor. It, well, Dad Connor gave my. Ne- only have like I said, I'm a much better grandfather than I was a father. Yeah, but yeah. you should actually, when I'm here, be a better father than a grandfather. <laughs> no, really. And you need to teach that kid a lesson. <laughs> and if it comes down to it, I'll compete with that kid. Like, <laughs> I, I, I sent him a lot of nasty text messages the next day. Oh, good. Oh, good. Uh, okay, uh, that's it, you guys. Peace, out, peace, peace, love, love you guys. Bill and Becky Bailey, triumphant duo return. Speaking of duos, let's just move on right to our guests. Uh, you know them, you love them from the podcast, Dumb Gay Politics, their Patreon, go to their website. It has all the information. It'll be in the show notes. You can sign up for the Patreon, which is awesome. Uh, Dumb Gay Politics, like I just mentioned, but you know and love them, or they might've first came on your radar through the people's couch on Bravo. Now, what I love is that they have like, they admittedly kind of went far away from Bravo and, um, I think we're slowly pulling them back in. Like I'm just, we're, we're testing. They watched this season of Salt Lake and I'm slow. And then I was texting with them the other night and, or no, I was talking with them and I, I said, Hey, you guys got to do Potomac. Maybe not this season, but like the last couple of seasons, do it, just do it. And I think they might do it. And I'm very excited about that. So without further ado, Brandy Howard and Julie Goldman. This is all about Salt Lake, but we joke about tons of other things, okay? And I will talk to you guys on Thursday. I hope you have a great Wednesday. Um, I just want to talk to these people all the time. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I really could I really could talk about anything with them. We're gonna talk about Salt Lake today and a bunch of other things, but this is the third time they've been here. They are like my favorite duo, and individually they're awesome as well. Together they're awesome, every which way they are awesome. You know them from their podcast, Dumb Gay Politics, which I think I'm going to be on in this next week. So I will be hitting you up to go listen to that because I cannot wait to rage against the machine about certain political things happening right now. But you also know them from Bravo because of the people's couch. Uh, Insanely good on Heather McDonald, Jeff Lewis. I mean, they're just the best people ever. Uh, Not to blow you guys up too much. Uh, Don't promote other people's shit with us, Ryan. (laughs) Just ours. (laughs) Promoting Hunter McDonald's podcast. Uh, he has enough <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Julie Goldman, Brandy Howard, welcome back to the show. 
Thank you. Thank we you. Love, we love talking to you too. I, the obligatory, I love talking with you yeah. as well. <laughs> One of your fans came up to me at BravoCon at a Tom Sandoval show and they had your t-shirt on and they were like, you're from their podcast. And like, it was such an intense line for drinks that I was in line with them for like her for like 25 minutes. And <laughs> I, I mean, so much, it was like text, Hey, text Brandy right now. Text Brandy right now. I was like, okay. And I and then and then it was like so long. And then I was like, then she was like, oh, you're and then it came out that she was like also like, yo, it's so cool. You're gay. And and you're like, and I'm like, oh, I'm not gay, but like, thank you so much for saying that. And we're like, it just like it was like she was oh. really excited. And then I think I disappointed her with the I'm not gay thing. And I was like, but I could be gay. I totally, I, I want, I want to, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. She was like, ew, gross. I've been in line with this like guy no, this, 20 minutes. This guy won't leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you took a picture. I was like, we only have 14 listeners. So the fact that one of them wore our shirt to BravoCon, like really slow clap for her. I forget her name because you texted her name. Right. Cause you yeah, said, I texted you. Yeah. 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 And, I, I sent the whole, uh, all the information. I was so drunk. I think when I got that, I'm glad you reminded me. We have, we well, our 14 listeners. They're, they're, they're strong. That's the one good thing about, about it. No, mm-hmm. I mean, they, she was canvassing the area. She yeah. was looking for <laughs> other Brandy and Julie heads. You know? And she didn't find any. Yeah. It was just her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what How are you guys show? doing in 2023? What kind of What's going on? What kind of show is Tom Sandoval doing? I must know. I mean, it's the, it's, it's like all like kind of like eighties covers, nineties covers, and he has like a 10 piece band. So it's like full, like sax, saxophone, like everything, like he has a full like orchestra section. So, I mean, I would like, there's a, there's a certain funny aspect to it, but then they're actually really good musicians and they do way better than you would expect them to. So all around, like, I just think it's a really fun time, but I got so hammered that night. I got my bag stolen with all my equipment in it Uh, and my wallet. And imagine getting stuff stolen at a Tom Sandoval show. I mean, honestly, Uh, even a Bravo con at all, like God, what a nightmare. So you were in a total shame spiral after that. Oh, I, I realized after at like two in the morning, I had to go back to the Manhattan center and you want to see something embarrassing going back into the room that you were like totally partying your balls off and be like almost in tears. Like, have you seen a bag with, can't with recording uh, equipment? Like, uh, and, oh, it was just, it was why you, I, I, I flew too close to the sun. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Did you go to a self-imposed rehab after that for like two weeks? Uh, well, after the, well, the next two days I kept going, I was like, it's time to just keep going. And then you'll be ashamed for the next couple months after this. So I just kept going. And the sad thing is with being me, everybody was just like, oh, that checks out. That seems like something that would happen to you. (laughs) Even my mom was like, oh, you did that again. Like that happened. Like, oh man, you just have bad luck. I mean, your wallet. Oh yeah. Your phone. Yeah. I mean, the, no, sad, yeah. the sad thing is that the phone's really the, the one thing that you don't want stolen. That's true. You can get everything back of it. The phone yeah. is the biggest nightmare. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. Well, I, I would do something like that too. Like leave, I leave my shit everywhere. I'd like forget things. And if I'm drinking or what I would just, I feel you so hard. And then it's just so yeah, horrible. But, 
And then my Marita, who works with me, she's there and she's all disappointed. I can tell she's bummed out for me and also sad, like, and also kind of worried for me. Like, oh, this seems to happen to you a lot. Yeah. So that's the whole, that's the, I try to explain that to the audience. That's the shitty part about getting older is that like, you keep making the same mistakes. And so you're like, just tired of yourself. You're like, oh God, again. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you think you make changes and then all of a sudden you've left your wallet again on the hood of the car and drove away with it. But or you're holding coffee. But you're holding your coffee. Or you drove away with the coffee. Or you back into your own Vespa. Or you're so drunk last night when you're carrying the the bottle of Vuv oh. that's open that you took from the party because you can't leave the Vuv behind. Um, and it slips right out of your arm and I'm shattered yeah. across the driveway. And mm-hmm. then there's goes the hundred dollar bottle of champagne. Right. Wait, what party are they allowing you to take open bottles of boo? What party? It was, is a home, this? It was Leah as at Leah Black's house. It was a home party. Oh, Leah. Okay. Now it checks out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so many, so many times this? I've left her house with the champagne, like in the car and like drinking it, like on our way somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's shattered. Uh, on- by the way, Leah's going to be on this season of Miami for like a guest appearance she showed up in the the trailer and this season of miami i don't i've talked about it so much it's so good and i'm so excited to see her back for whatever in whatever capacity she apparently at BravoCon when they played the miami like the trailer for the upcoming season when it showed leah everybody like clapped and screamed in the audience oh i was in i was there that was me oh, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, well. it was the only thing that brought me back from losing my wallet and all that stuff it was like the sunday and i was like yeah <laughs> you should have her on. She'll totally come on. You've had her on before, right? Yeah, yeah, I've had her on once. In fact, I'm pissed. I wanted to go. Now I should have gone to that party. Like, I need to get in <laughs> with the cool people. Yeah, I want to be like stealing bottles of boob and like dropping them places. I could totally wreck her house completely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. You should come with us. It's fun. It's fun. Uh, um, it is. You don't even just steal it. She just gives it to you. Yeah. That's the great thing about Leah. She'll just hand you a bottle of something before you leave. Here, take this with you. You're like, okay. Everybody says she is the funnest person to hang out with. Like legitimately a fun person. And that's, yeah. Um, Okay. To, we'll get, we'll dance around everything, but Salt Lake wrapped up its season last night. If you want to call it a season. Exactly. You were on, you were on at the beginning of this season and we were talking Beverly Hills and stuff like that. But I really had high hopes. What did you guys think overall of the season? I thought it fucking sucked. I thought Meredith, her, um, her extra work, um, yeah. we can do without. Okay? <laughs> like she, I don't know when she got into like the extras union, but she's, she's clearly like trying to get her free vouchers so she can right. get the SAG. I mean, like just, I, she is so lame and like we're, then, we're Lisa Barlow stands. So, yeah. um, Lisa, I don't know what you <laughs> think you're doing, but Brooks is going to be showing us sweatpants soon. And we all need to rally around. <laughs> no, that's, she, has, she has this kind of stroke way to try yeah. to talk with a stroke. It's like a stroke thing. I mean. and there's always like a step and I are going to take a planner after I brutalize my satellite. I don't want to do that. Seth's like, I like tits. What's going on? I'm oh, in Ohio. I lo- I love Whitney's boobs. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fun guy. 
Fun guy, um, fun creep, perv, rapey, <laughs> fucking twat. I hate his guts. I can't. Ryan, get Ryan. I can't out out strong. Ryan, you have to know. Really have strong. Have yeah, really strong. No, I can't stand it. We were cut out of on people's couch where we watch TV for a living um, for a very, very small amount of money. Um, we would get cut out of full um, of Bravo episodes because of how much Julie hated certain <laughs> house husbands, housewives. Husbands. <laughs> and the one she Sorry, hated the fun. most. Yeah, beyond like that's like that's her probably not job. Fun. It is my full-time job. And so um, her her, her, her her top hated one for all of time was always Peter, Cynthia's ex-husband. She'll still, I'm like, Peter's not, he, he will lurk sometimes. He was lurking on the Hate episodes with Nini and we're just like. guts. But now okay. Seth, Seth. But now Seth. Seth. Well, did you see Peter's back? Yes. On yeah. Potomac? Oh. Who's, who's he hating? Oh, uh, case. <laughs> adjourned exactly of course he's on potomac like i can't not with him of course he's on of course he's on another show of course he is and the way is. he grooms himself is like a backstreet boy it's like yeah. all the like everything is just perfectly groomed the lines are there it's always like a very shiny bald yeah. head it's just it really does does way too much. Yeah, way too much. The Which, utmost. ironically, is what Angie's fucking husband, not Angie Lips, Angie Harrington <laughs> on Salt Lake, the husband had his weird fucking beard all manicured. Did you see? No, Brian, this. Have noticed well, this, I feel like this is coming close to like what I look like is that dude. Right. So I'm like really no, very nervous. Top, no. The top of his mustache. Yes, he's doing like a this thing, like a like a KKK person. And I brought up Peter. Right. I was like, what's this fucking beard like Peter? Yes. But anyway, the bottom line is this. Seth <laughs> passed over Peter now yes, for Julie. For me. And the level, <laughs> the level that she goes in on Seth, like, that this is her new, this is her side hustle is the, is the Seth hating. The full-time job is hating all the husbands, but Seth has become the side hustle job because she, I've come to really like Whitney's husband. I think he's really supportive. Like, I actually, yeah, he's like, I've like come to like, like him. Um, obviously Lisa Barlow's husband is fine. I mean, he's a little, you know, he's a little Lance arms. Lance of, arms of, yeah. 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 The lips are a little blown out for me from the, he's only got one ball. He's you yeah, know, doing his steroids. He's blood transfusions. Yeah. You can tell like, Dude, she was like all of a sudden fly fishing. She was fly fishing yeah. last week with him all of a sudden I, in a boob yeah. top. <laughs> I just, he like probably walks a canoe to the river and with one arm, rose it i don't know he's just a lot but whatever yeah. but he's not a mean guy or anything yeah. he's just you know what i mean but and seth, he, he listens to lisa like yeah drone on yeah. I, I, I i like a good such a good listener yeah <laughs> seth at the beginning of salt lake city seth and meredith were not even together they were like separated and clearly dating exactly. other people okay <laughs> seth is yes. in another town talking about some company he works for <laughs> where canton ohio you i mean right. canton ohio come with me no <laughs> clean shaven clearly not a he's not it's not that he's it it he uh, he was and, definitely way uglier first season yes he's, and then he's trying course, to like right come for like the oh, hot wow. Yes. So then I like, I like Brandy says he's better looking now. Brandy's like, he's really pulled it together. He is better it, looking now. Yeah, for sure. But that's what's annoying about him is and that he's trying to be all like the star. Ugh. They've somehow together 
and they talked and Meredith also has her own makeover and then he's got a makeover. It's like they work together to come back into like, we let's use the show. Let's get our bodies together. We'll come together. We'll blah, blah, blah. And he took it so fucking far and I can't stand it. Her, she looks like Jennifer fucking Garner. <laughs> like she walked into the Watch Run Live and she was like, who's that? Jennifer Garner? I'm like, I think that might be Meredith. <laughs> like what? Do you think? Do you think there's any chance in hell that he really is the boss of 4,000 employees? Like, I was no. like, oh my God, is this Elon Musk? Or is this no. Elon Musk all of a sudden? Like, there's no 4, way. Mary, you put, you put 4,000 employees' jobs at risk. I'm like, where is he working that he's on? Like, <laughs> yeah. And no. he always seems to be on the show. So he, I don't know where he's working. Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. Sorry, Meredith, if you're yeah. listening. Yeah, exactly. But then, of course, then he has to go. But he, I lost the plot. And I will always lose the plot with any of these husbands you want to fucking talk about another, not only just another woman's, but another wife's boobs. And then we all need to think that's hilarious. And you're some fun loving guy as you. And they make a boob cake. They make a boob cake because it's so his thing. She was so annoyed and was so sick of his bullshit talking about her tits. And you can say what you want about Whitney and her, she puts her boobs out, whatever. And fun, blah, blah, blah. But the I love Whitney. Yeah. And or you as in one, it's like the world. Not you. Yeah. The royal, the royal world. (laughs) Like, because he's, he's not so threatening. He can fucking constantly grab, grab hand her and talk about her fucking boobs all the time. She had to make a cake and be like, here's my boobs. Fuck. Fuck Fuck all the way off and shut the fuck up. You little fucking. Oh, he's a punk. Well, let me ask. Oh, if you watched the season, you must have you must have really loved, and especially if you're a fan of Titanic, Seth and Meredith's bathtub scene where oh, she, he was like, you're, you're jamming your toe in my ass. You know, I, it was very... I love it, Seth. I love putting my toe <laughs> in Like, and the, even that, like, I just, I, it makes it's me- the, Would you say it's a family that poses? Yeah, the family that poses. I was like, that was on the tip of my tongue the whole time, like- we know she 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 told us all the dirt. The motherfucker doesn't have four thousand employees. I mean, and the family does pose. And Brooks is a bugger too, quite frankly. We can't really stand Brooks. I mean, Brooks did, when yeah, the, Brooks. the fashion show. He did it forty eight hours. Ahead. She's like, "Mom, I'm working on this, and I only have forty eight hours to do it." I'm like, "Well, maybe don't do it if this is fashion." <laughs> like, it's not like America's Next Top Model. You should have done this months ago if you're like <laughs> going to do put together a whole. I don't know how fashion works, but I don't think it's that way. I'm like, this is for mental health. Like, why don't you take some time and actually try to make a good product? And it all came together, of course. I don't know why they all sound like her. And it's just weird. The daughter, him, her, they all have that thing where they talk like that. And mom. It's like Xanax. It's like a Xanax family. It's crazy. Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, so, and he, when they did that to Jen Shaw and whatever with Jen Shaw, but when Matt um, Brooks was so offended by her vagina, I just like, they're all just so pretentious and full of shit and fake. And I'm not going to have you say that some woman's vagina offended you. It's just, I can't, I just can't deal with it. It makes me feel. No, (laughs) that's why Lisa Barlow, like I don't, I don't have any hopes for Lisa and Meredith ever coming to terms with that because what she said was brutal, but why it was brutal is because there was so much honesty in there. And that's why you can't come, you know, it's like people kind of, you can say, Lisa, like, man, that is really rough stuff, but you can't really argue with the content of what she was saying. It was like, no, oh, you can't. Kind of there. You can't. And we all were like, mm-hmm, she did fuck half of New York. And we <laughs> just, but then at least knew all the, the too, you know? 
But Meredith, what else we saw it in the first season. We that, saw it in the first season. She admitted to it. So why is it a big deal now? Like they did. We saw them have problems with their relationships. So take not pride in that, but like, yeah, that happened. So what? Also, Jen Shaw in that first season as well was rumored to have a boyfriend and that had gotten brought up. And now that got released in court documents or they tried to bring that up a couple of weeks ago about her crossing state lines to go like hurt the lady that he was like, she was like messing around with her husband. And that lady had sent text messages to coach Shaw. And so she crossed state lines in 2019 to go like beat her ass. And they had like that a restraining order put against Jen Shaw. But I, I just think it's so weird. It's like, you mentioned these things in the first season and now this season, all of a sudden it's like, let's not tell the truth about anything. Let's not, let's not even, it, that's why they had to end it last night. It was so weird. The ending. It was so weird. Bizarre. It was so weird. Bizarre. As if, as if too, Mer- and the thing for me with Jen Shaw and it's all awful and it's whatever, but at the end of the day, particularly in these shows, for anyone to act like when particularly there are people who have done shady things, whether it be cheating or infidelity or whatever, right? Drugs, you mean drugs, drugs. they money launder, money, yeah, they, like taxes. What did Apollo? He scammed fucking a million people, right? In jail, he's back, right? On <laughs> show, fired off of Bravo. Teresa's back, like the queen of, of New Jersey. We, which love, we love her, we love Teresa, like, like, personally. yeah, you, you, the they scapegoat people to such an exploitive, grotesque extent and then discard them and then maybe she'll come back. But then all the people who are doing the exploiting are acting like they're angels. Like, and I don't know, it just, it, it bugs. It bu- it's, not, it's not real. I, it, well, it's not real, but also it's just like, what a what a messy season and to even just in terms from a production angle of like, you do 25 minutes as an opening, you do this choir that doesn't look like it's ever rehearsed a day oh, girl. at all. Girl, like, girl. Like, stop 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 fucking lying to all like yeah. stop lying about everything on this season of everything. this show like everything you didn't rehearse you did. it was so embarrassing everything. and cringeworthy heather gay is all over the map in terms of like who she oh. is even anymore yeah just like everybody has bad seasons of their life like i always say but my god she's like manipulate like she's like girl like i'll bring this up and i'll get them off your back and i'm like <laughs> stop self-producing yeah no. Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, the choir, exactly. the qu- the choir. You could see I it. I mean, they, uh, yeah. to, they 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 insult the audience's intelligence. It's like yes, we've, been, that's it. we've been doing this too long. We 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 can even see when something's the, the, even the producers are producing it. Besides just being fake, it's like okay, like I did believe that the producers made her drag that that eye thing out to a certain extent, or at least you know the reveal of the eye. Like I think. You know that that's what's going around. She's now saying that the producers made Heather Gay. Fucking well, there was that rumor on Dumois, and I don't know if I necessarily believe that because it's like, okay, so you're saying now the producers are going to make you take the fall for a bad, like they're trying to drag this out. But at the same time, okay, at the end of the day, we still want to know. At the end of the day, you have a show like this. This isn't an old timey radio show. You have cameras. You can actually tell us and show us. And these are things that were they were on your watch too, Bravo. Like this happened there supposedly. So we kind of deserve to know if it's on, it's kind of like, that's on our time. Like we pay for this. Yeah. And you also dragged it out for three episodes and made us think that we're all going to find out what it was. Then it wasn't anything. And the whole, and we never found out. uh, uh, That's that she, they should go into prison longer than Jen Shaw should for that. I think that is, I said the judge, I 
did the judge should offer Jen a lesser sentence just so she reveals the black guy thing. Just <laughs> yeah. like get a year off or something. Um, but like Heather kind of became like really insanely cringy for me because I was like, wow, yeah. she just has, I mean, talk about not having a moral center or just kind of just really like she was manhandling Whitney in most scenes. And Whitney oh, said, uh, I, I remember abuse from my childhood, which is a very intense thing. And yeah. Heather's like, get out of my way. Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> the ro- Heather, uh, I mean, I mean, I, I, I say this in with hyperbole, but the roids were roiding. Okay. <laughs> like, like, I always imagine the thing is that of all the housewives, if I were to be any housewife for Halloween, it would be. No, we were going to do Whitney and and Heather right when they were in the lingerie. We call Whitney the sunburned slut, um, even though we love her, and we say that with love. We don't want her anymore. She's no, you should go with you should go as Heather and Jen, and one of you, whoever is Jen, you would have the Heather character in her ass, proverbially. So if you could do like a somebody on top of somebody, because Heather is so far up Jen's ass, she's got like a condo in there. Sorry, it is beyond that whole situation. But she does lose her moral center, and the thing was, this is this is what I think, and that she jumped the shark in that fucking um, uh, reunion. Uh, oh, when they all when she ganged up with Whitney yes. and they went on, they went to over Lisa. off on Lisa. Yeah. And she needed to be like all she was up her own fucking ass about how Rihanna yes. D, like posted about her on Instagram. And she just she was just like eating her, you know, eating her own. Rihanna's made plus. mistakes, too, by the way. I'll yeah. you want to say it. Rihanna has not been like Rihanna's made mistakes in the past. Like yeah. this is one of those mistakes. Yeah. I mean, Heather, I liked her the first season a lot and the second season part of it. But like, I'm just I, I'm so confused. Like she can abuse Whitney. She has no problem standing up to Whitney. But Jen, no way. No, no. Look at how much she's going. Going through, look at I'm like, Whitney's actually uncovering deep traumatic abuse yeah. from her past. And that's just getting like, come on, I'm sorry. That doesn't mean anything. She's also flip-flopping with Lisa. She isn't being honest. She's pretending to be honest, then she's not. She's gaslighting. She's making shit up. She isn't going all the way with things. She's then creating a thing where, you know, come on, I don't want to do this. You can't make me do it. When she brought the thing up, like she's she's being so manipulative and so she's so thirsty too. So thirsty. Yeah so thirsty and it isn't a good look and she has lost her her center and she could find it again i mean you know yes, we've all been there completely 100 percent. but she, it's it's so it's she such a bad look right now yes do you think that yes. bravo is gonna sit them down or put them on fucking pause if i hear that one more time like oh it's like <laughs> yeah it's the new andy calls him to the andy calls him to the clubhouse you guys sit right here i need to talk to you and I mean, no i mean i do think i do wonder now that jen will not be there and by the way that's why i think also that's why the season I think ended early and it was so disjointed even last night's episode, because that, that issue with Jen is so big that it really draw like it really kind of monopolizes and holds the show hostage from all of these other ladies, actual life issues, because at the end of the day, you're like, well, there's decades in prison. Possibly you can't stop thinking about that. And the show doesn't want to, or can't handle that answer anything. Honestly, we're not finding any new information. In fact, the producers like Jen, are you ready to tell us now? And then they just, they end the season. They're like, okay, we're done. Like we don't get any new information from that. So there is no satisfaction from an audience's member for any of them because nope. all the storylines, we started off with Whitney excommunicating herself from the Mormon church. And that was one episode and that, that's done. We never followed up on that. Lisa Barlow, even like the jazz tickets. Well, you going to talk to any of the guys that she allegedly slept with for favors? You just put that rumor out there. Usually Bravo will drag that out 
and start like trying to find people that have like been a part of it. Yeah. Uh, Melissa yeah, they, Gordon they, they randomly show up past. at like a, a charity event. Like, great. Exactly. They always do that. Yeah. You're right. They dropped everything, every single thing. And they just- don't like each other. The cast doesn't even like each other enough to make it interesting for the audience. So next week when the reunion happens, we're going to have four people plus the Angies and probably some random bartenders that were on the season. Who knows? Just to fill space because Jen Shaw won't be there. But like Meredith and Lisa, they don't like each other. Obviously, Heather and Whitney don't like each other. So what are we going to really see out of this reunion? If they drag it out for more than two episodes, that's like a crime, just like Jen Shaw's crime. I mean, it's not as We've been reading that the reunion sucks. Yeah. Have you heard that? Yeah. I mean, well, how would it be good? Like all of a sudden, are they going to focus on something that we have no, like, Hey, when he's like, actually this year was a great year that uh, I climbed a mountain. And like, I mean, like, are we going to like here talk about things that weren't even on the show? That's the only way it could be long because everything on the show. Yeah. Even with Whitney who dropped that bomb and that there was all of that stuff happened. We don't really know what happened. Like with her, exactly. We don't know. We don't know. Every single thing is just a shell of a thing. It's all a shell of a thing. We don't know the abuse. We don't know about the eye. We don't even we with don't Jen, know about Shaw, Jen Shaw. Even with Jen Shaw, regardless of what she pled guilty to in whatever, we don't really know. We don't know any of it. We don't know what happened with Coach. We don't know. We don't. Yeah, know. we didn't even know actually though, Ryan. So tell us about the state lines thing. So you're saying that? Well, that was something that the Southern uh, Southern District tried to uh, add to the case last week of like, yo, like um, we want to submit this too because the the lady that had filed the um, uh, the the police warrant and the um, the the restraining order the thing when you're the restraining order, yeah, the lady that filed the restraining order like contacted them because of Jen's behavior in this last and said, Hey, I just want to remind you that this is out there. And so they presented that in front of the judge and it, the judge was really lenient on a lot of things. What is, I don't know. What district of New York have such a fucking hard on for Jen Shaw. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Like yeah. we're not, we're not obviously for scamming elderly people. And by the way, if they were like, most of the people well, 55, I'm yet. like, yeah. I'm like, you're pushing it. Like, <laughs> like that's not elderly. Like no. we're most of the people over 70 because 56 year olds know what they're fucking doing. Sorry that you, they clicked on your Facebook ad <laughs> that Jen Shaw put in oh, no. that QAnon <laughs> to fucking click on the ad. I don't care that QAnon <laughs> mother got scammed. Sorry, I don't. Get off Facebook. Oh, so basically Jen and Stuart put Facebook ads out to get you know, people who live on Facebook to click on it. And then they gave that list to a drug cartel sitting up in some, you know, building in New York that the Southern District of New York was like following think thinking it was like that it was drug money. They didn't understand what was happening in that building. And then for maybe Jen Shaw was the one who rented that or leased the, the space they were in. Somehow it came back to Jen, but I don't, Jen was not the mastermind of that. They just gave I, I, a list of people. Not that well, it's, I mean, that, that actually in the court, in the court documents, it does come pretty correct. Like it comes that she was very aware of the scam after yeah. a certain point, you know, and she was yeah. really, she was the top of that. But like the Stewart thing, like even last night, I think this is kind of like one of my last hurrahs with Jen, where I was like, man, even in this moment, you're still blaming like, oh, that Stewart dicked me over. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like that. Stewart dicked you over like all of a sudden he was the true mastermind yeah and he went up and picked your shit up and all of this stuff but it's secretly he was the one and like 
And at a certain point, I'm like, wow, are you actually going to ever? I truly, in my head, don't think she thinks that she did anything still. Like, I think there's a real part of her that's like, well, listen, I don't think, I think it was just, I didn't realize it was illegal. I didn't realize, I think she tells herself these things. We saw that scene with her mother last night and her mother's like, you're innocent though, right? You're innocent. Yeah, yeah, and no, her mom had right. supposedly gave up her retirement fund. And like, yeah. it's yeah. wild. Yeah, it is wild. I think what we, our issue is that um, the Southern District of New York, who clearly should be investigating and worried about Trump, and they aren't, and who, you know, it's like, you're now going to put her- I'm not in familiar a, with him. Is that- Yeah, who's, who's put her in a federal, <laughs> and all of Trump's cronies, and all of Trump's family, um, and all of the people that are, you know, at the top of corporations who are scamming everyone. Elon but, Musk, which Jeff is, Bezos. You know, it's fine, <laughs> but these white collar criminals- you know, I, there's just got to be a better way. And now yeah. then, you know, stu- all the people involved, all the men probably get, getting one year and Jen Shaw getting six. And it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, there's, there's bigger fish to fry than that. Not that they should, of course, stop the scam. She should pay the victims back. It was wrong. She should take, we're not saying that any of that was right. It's just like, doesn't feel like, at the, I, I, I guess this is really, and maybe also it's, this is a thing of colliding worlds of politics yeah. and this and colliding. Yeah. And I'm saying that to the audience, we have a political podcast, so we deal with the anger of, yes. of injustice. It's like, so it's hard. But that's I- why it's so weird is that this does touch into all of like housewives touches in, touches into politics. Yeah. yeah, like it is it is expanded in terms of like what we're dealing with in America. It's a direct result, even in Housewives, I feel. Yeah. Well, and Jen Shaw, I mean, I think this particular thing more than Teresa and Joe and more than Martha Stewart, let's say, <laughs> like like we're what we 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 literally are, are living through. We just finished the speaker, that whole speaker of the house debacle where they changed the committee rules, where they changed the rules, where one person can give whatever, we won't get into it. But at the end of the day, <laughs> we're going to investigate Hunter Biden's laptop, Joe Biden. We're going to investigate all this bullshit and the weaponization of the FBI. Meanwhile, we're going to take this woman who did a fraud thing with just with money. And we're going to put her in prison for six and a half years while all this other stuff is going on and is bullshit. We're going to now do that. I know for me, it reeks of hypocrisy. It reeks of the, the, the problem with our prison system. It reeks with the problem of sexism. It is all of the things colliding. And she is like this figurehead of, we're not saying she did something right. And she isn't innocent. But no. does the punishment fit the crime? And why are we only choosing crimes that certain women do that they go to prison for while full fucking crime families are not in jail? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I agree with that aspect of it, but I would like to investigate Jen Shaw's laptop as well. No, I mean, listen, I think. 6.5 years is still, and that's considered a good sentence from what she could have gotten because yeah. it was so much more intense. But I was also just shocked that she's agreed to like 9 million in restitution um, and she's going to start paying off 6 million of it, but 6.5 has already been forfeited. So 
they had squirreled some money away. If you already have 6.5 million ready to go, that must have been kind of, well, I find it interesting. And last night it got brought up in terms of Coach Shaw. And if you had read the court documents, there are text messages to Stewart from Jen going, coach will coach us through what to say to the F, like what to say to them, what to say to them. So it kind of showed that coach was aware at a certain point of what was happening and he was going to kind of coach them in the right ways to answer. Right. Right. So what, what, what didn't, what didn't he know? Or like, I mean, that's really yet to be determined. And I don't think, but interesting if, you know, you think about it from a male perspective, I don't think they're going to even touch him. Like, I think they're like, okay, we got Jen. That's good. And almost kind of like, uh, I think that was the idea that was brought up last night. Kind of like, well, Jen's the sacrificial lamb for that family and she'll go. And I mean, like with Teresa, we saw Teresa and Joe both serve sentences, one on top of the other, but not at the same time. But I don't see them making any kind of inroads at coach. And I think at this point, this, I think there's one more case to go in this, but they kind of put it to bed with Jen. Right. I want to, what, oh God, that I wanted to know. Um, oh, I forgot my question. It was, I'll think of it. I, I, I like have so much shit I want to ask you because you read all the documents. Well, what did you think? What did you think about the, them going and like the changing of the plea, but to have Heather and Meredith, I mean, obviously this is a planned trip uh, that Bravo pays for that, uh, you know, they're, they're filming them out to, to, to film. They have a crew there. Um, and I, I do find it funny now that now is Jen is proudly rocking the Brooks Marks outfits. She's like, yeah, oh. like, like show us up. Like, I've always loved his, I always loved his designs. And like Meredith there is like in that conversation with Seth, Meredith's like, I have a real problem if she knows she's guilty and says right. she's innocent. Where Heather doesn't even seem like Heather's just like, I I love Jen regardless. Um, how did you feel like they handled that whole scenario as a show. Like, I just felt like it was like kind of glommed on to the season finale. Terrible, horrendous season finale. (laughs) One of the worst ever in the history of Housewives. It was, it was one of the worst seasons of any Housewives franchise in the franchise ever. But then, then you top it off with that garbage finale weirdly put together that stupid fake ending like three months later. (laughs) Okay. You guys now is the part of the show that I love. And we are talking about our sponsors and this week. So bad. It's good is sponsored by our friends over at rocket money. Uh, rocket money is kind of my favorite new app. And I got to be honest with you guys right up top. Um, is that I knew about rocket money before they were even a sponsor because I heard it on another show and I was like, whoa, advertising really works. And this thing is awesome. So let's get into it. Let me tell you what this is. Um, But if your New Year's goals, we're still only two weeks into the New Year. So, you know, is to manage your money better. That is, I think should be a goal for everybody to try to save money. And that is where rocket money comes in. So you can say goodbye to last year's outdated, disorganized methods of managing your money and say hello to Rocket Money, the better way to hack your finances in 2023. So Rocket Money, it's formerly known as Truebill, and it is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills 
all in one place. So over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Like this is, I, I would actually say 90%. I don't think there's a person I know that doesn't forget about subscriptions because they get it. They, that's how they get it. I was thinking about this tonight. How many people just depend on us forgetting? Like in our real lives, but also with everything that we buy, they just depend on us not ever. Like they'll never cancel. They don't know. Like they'll never. But that's where rocket money comes in. They are actually on the case, making sure you know what things that you have and helping you decide what you need to cancel to save money. Um, Think about it. Streaming services you bought just to watch one show on, uh, the free trial that you never even used. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you stop paying for the ones you don't want. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. That's another thing I want to expand on here. Really, as I get older, I just want things to be simple. Don't you? It's all, everything's such a hassle. But this, they tell you, you click a button and it's done. You simply find the subscription you don't want and you press cancel and Rocket Money, they cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. So this is something that even at dinner tonight, I was with my sister, uh, my sister, my nephew, my brother-in-law, my mom and dad, my niece is away. Um, so sorry, I don't, I don't know why I needed to give my whole family uh, location, but I told them about this and everyone at the table, my mom was like, Ooh, that sounds amazing. And my sister loved it. They both are canceling Disney plus, which you can do through rocket money. Uh, I have subscriptions. I didn't even realize I had entertainment weekly, which doesn't even publish anymore. I still have a subscription to how is that possible? Thank you. Run rocket money. I do not any longer. Um, so stop throwing your money away, cancel unwanted subscriptions, and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash so bad. That's rocketmoney.com slash so bad. You guys, check it out. Do it for me. Do it for the show, but also do it for you. $720, that's a lot of money that you can spend on coming to see me live. Dates announcing soon. If you're a wine lover like me, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. I found the most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, I get to discover new wines I'm guaranteed to enjoy. That's because First Leaf gets to know your unique preferences. To start, all you have to do is answer a few quick questions on their website about what flavors that I like, how often I drink wine, and if I prefer red, white, or rosé, or a combination. Now, based on my answers... First Leaf curated an amazing selection of wines just for me. And when I rate those wines, my wine selection gets even more tailored. You guys, I have to tell you, I got a free shipment with them, but I kept my membership going because I liked it so much. I swear to God, I got this great Sangiovese. I got a Malbec. Uh, I did get a Rosé as well because I have a combination and I am loving it. Best of all, I get to choose when I want my box delivered and how often I get new assortments of wine. Being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has its perks. As a member, I get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. Plus, I get member-exclusive pricing on every order, so you can continue to order the ones that you love. So, join the club today with me and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. 
Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash so good to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash so good. Tryfirstleaf.com slash so good. Elevating my style used to mean breaking the bank, but with Quince, I get high-end, versatile pieces at prices I can actually afford. Now I can upgrade my style by snagging killer luxury essentials that sync with my vibe and my wallet. You guys know I've got a blue linen blazer. Now I have a black leather jacket, and I have my eye on this Italian suede trucker jacket. I think that's going to be my next purchase. So Quince creates timeless essentials that never go out of style. You're going to have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crew neck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. With all Quince items, everything is priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. How do you not love that? So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. The early 2000s was a breeding ground for bad reality competition series. From shows like Kid Nation, CBS weird Lord of the Flies style social experiment that took 40 kids to live by themselves in a ghost town, to The Swan, a horrifying concept where women spent months undergoing a physical transformation and then were made to compete in a beauty pageant. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Recently, The Big Flop looked at The Swan, a competition show between women who were hoping to transform their physical appearance. The problem? The women were isolated for weeks, berated, operated on, and then were ranked by a panel of judges. Unsurprisingly, it all led to trauma for the contestants and terrible reviews. Follow The Big Flop on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. And it's like, what? Why? Just figure out a way to edit it together or make it two more episodes or something or lose the stupid book party. Who gives a shit? Like, I don't know. Oh, you didn't you didn't want to see the cover of that book? That didn't inspire you to a go read that book? Cover <laughs> reveal party. I mean, we have finally gotten... Just and you dread. know she hadn't even come close to finishing that book. Like, I have a feeling that book was really, really behind schedule. Oh, I'm um, sure. Yeah. I'm glad they have a book cover, though. That's good. And she feels that the book cover is so. I, You know what? I thought that that, that, that was tragic that they flew, flew them out there. They when like they're and they're hugging 
And it's like, and then Bravo immediately fired her. That was, th- that's yeah. the other thing that that's like Julie's talking about. Well, how- according, wait, wait, according to the trial, Jen Shaw said in court on Friday that she is still a member of the cast of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And the judge said still, and she said still. So I don't know what that means. My thought was like, does that mean she is definitely doing the one-on-one with Andy? Does that mean, what does that mean exactly? Does that mean next season they're going to rush filming and we're going to see her go to prison like we did with Teresa? Like, what what does that mean exactly? Well, how come she wasn't on the reunion then? She's not on the Because I think she... She was supposed to be at the reunion, but then that week was when that thing came up about the restraining order, literally like two days before the reunion. And I even theorized, I was like, wow, this came out. I have a feeling she might not want to go to the reunion now. Like it was just all too intense. And also I think it's like kind of the impossible thing of how do you have Jen Shaw at the reunion and get answers for stuff that she's not going to be able to answer. And there's not enough, there's not enough storyline otherwise you know, so you get the bit like, oh, I'm sure you're feeling very bad right now. Like it's a real it's put the show in kind of an insane position where I just don't think any of it's going to be good. I heard some bizarre rumor that I guess was just a rumor about that they wouldn't let her into BravoCon and that she they had all the housewives in this. Oh, hotel. yeah. So if she would be allowed <laughs> that is- if she was still a member of the cast. Right. I think they've gone back and forth with her a couple of times. So that is true. She was not, she was asked, she was not invited to BravoCon, but Jen Shaw snuck into the Friday party oh, and I was yeah. there. And all of a sudden, oh my God. like Emily D. Baker, the lawyer grabs me and goes, you need to come over here right now. And took me to the other end of like the party. And I was like, I was lit. I was like having the best time. And all of a sudden, Jen Shaw's like popping and locking. She's like oh. down on the floor. She's dancing with Sheree Wetfield. And she's like, yeah. yeah. Oh. And I was like, I, first off, I was just jealous of her knees. Like her knees seemed like they can support her body. Like my <laughs> knee would give out immediately. She was like doing drops, like dropping it like it's hot. It was in. I was like, this can't be real. This is insane. So she snuck into the party, was having a blast. And then supposedly, listen, I don't really trust Tamara Barney either, but Tamara, she like, I guess, barged into Tamara's room with Heather. And then Tamara was like, and she was saying that, no, she's no longer going to prison and saying all this stuff. And Tamara brought that up at the next day at the Ultimate Girls Trip panel. And Heather Gay was on that panel. And you can tell Heather was pissed. Tamara brought that up. And then Tamara went on to say that Jen just stole liquor bottles from not unlike you at Leah's party, um, right. sold liquor bottles. And so I was like, you can't trust Tamara with any kind of information. And so like, she'll use it immediately, but to watch Jen Shaw, I mean, she was truly joyful on that dance floor. I mean, Ugh, I'm so jealous. You got to see that. God, like, I think she, I, I have I, pictures. I, I can say, I can show you. I have video. I was like, no way. This is oh, insane. Amazing. Bravo put out a statement that, 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 that she had been, that hurt she that she'd been terminated from yeah, Bravo. Right. I thought. I mean, right? Well, Andy had said, Andy said at the Ask Andy panel was like, okay, you know, after she had changed her plea, we didn't really see what where we could go with that. He's like, it was like very kind of worded in a very didn't interesting see where way. You could go with that? I mean, that's just well, like, he said he said once she because I have a feeling she lied to Bravo and lied to about because she got to proclaim her innocence of the entire season. Yeah. Right. So maybe follow, follow a liar, see what happens. I mean, I feel like if you want to do reality TV and you want to do it 
We have also, by the way, we're bitter about Bravo too. Yeah, I mean, you have a thing with Bravo. That's true. That's why we don't. Why we don't want to quit watching all this shit, Ryan. We only start watching. No, I know, I know. I, I, I make. I'm so sorry that I make you come on here and talk about. I know. I, I appreciate it that you guys throwing yourself into the foxhole like this, but (laughs) it's one of those. It's one of those we I don't know the Jen Shaw stuff just bums me out on so many levels. Like yeah. the, it kind of shows the weaknesses of the show. It shows the weaknesses of these kind of franchises. Yeah. It shows the weaknesses of female friendships when there's not any. Like yeah. it's not even the thing is the funny thing with Jen. I keep telling the audience I was like, it's not even like she ends up looking good in these seasons, which you would think would be impossible. You would think, wow, somebody up on that many charges that change your plea. But she ends up looking better because everybody around her seems to be even worse in certain ways. Like they seem to be yes. even more insane. And that's what <laughs> like kind of boggles me is that every, like the last two seasons I go, man, what a mistake for Jen to go on this season. And then each season I'm like, well, she actually kind of survived that. Mary Cosby really looked insane. Or like, you know, yeah. <laughs> by default, she by default, she looks sane. Well, why not? That's the thing. If it's showing it making it's making everyone else look terrible because everyone else looks like hypocrites and everyone else looks like bullies and bad guys. And you turn your back on someone when they're when they're down, even when if it's your friend, if it's your own kid, if your own kid killed someone, parents have to rally around and still love their murdering fucking son. We'll do that. I yeah. that Idaho murders that just happened. The mom, they, the family released a statement saying we cannot believe our son did this. Like we, we, we can't allow ourselves to believe our son did this. We hope for like justice for the families and we are anxious to see what happens in the trial, but we cannot as his parent believe that, you know, it was almost, we can't believe that yet, but it's like, yeah, you, that's their, their son. They, They can't believe that. Yeah. So I would think that for a reality show that has been so played out, that is so produced, that is so fucking, lame at this point you have something so <laughs> real and so powerful whether it's good or and they bad. fumble the bag they fumble, yeah, they fumble it. the bag yeah. and they fired the best thing that ever happened to them and i mean that in the sense of we could potentially have something that shows some um let's show the hypocrisy and let's show let's the show- art, a story arc too a true can, like, a can you show arc. hypocrisy but can you show that if Jen is going to continually hold on to a narrative that essentially, no matter even if you think okay. the jailing is like is untrue, yeah. you know? Okay. Yeah. Well, let's say we don't. Well, we don't know. That's the thing. So if you can h- hold on and follow her, I would believe. My belief is that if she's going to go to actual prison, which I think is ridiculous, that I think there's lots of other ways to punish that person. Uh, but okay, she's gonna go to prison. She can be on this show let's for ten say, more let's years. Say she goes to one year. It was on fucking house arrest with the snakeskin jacket exactly, or whatever. Exactly, exactly. Guy's name and the Trump tax Paul Manafort. Guy, right, and the Trump House tax arrest. guy is only going for three months. So yeah, uh, Weisselberg. Yeah, Weisselberg is three months, and this woman's going yeah. for six and a half years. Just get into it. So <laughs> why don't we? Let's say she goes for a year. Let's say let's say she goes for a year. A year that's nothing in TV. You can have, I'm quite sure since it's a federal prison, you could have at least audio hooked up to her. I'm sure you can meet with her once a week. Teresa I'm sure you could have- No, Teresa was off for you. A, to- a talking head through that prison glass would be insanely amazing. Oh, like iconic. And iconic. And you don't think that that person in prison for one year will change at all? You don't think that- Even just her six- face, right. Even just her face. Her face work? I can't wait for it well, to that, all- That's what I'm saying. It's gonna, all, we're going to see what that happens. But like, Julia, it's like that. that is so 
kind of dead on because you could have people visit you could have merit you could do scenes through the prison glass <laughs> and then like i mean it would and also what if we did a deal where every dollar she made on that went directly to her restitution Perfect. so That's like she's able to give money back to the victims like i mean that would that would actually be an interesting take on all of this i just don't know how you even if you're not going to have jen back which i think you can't like be middle of the road. You can't have one foot in and one foot out. So I think they oh. either need to keep on keep her and like do figure out a way to do it through prison with calls and stuff like that. Or they need to start figuring out what the F they have because the ladies that remain, I mean that the Angie's, None of them are like, they're okay. Dana, she got her one line that was actually good in the trailer cut last night. It was supposed to be in there of like, you better watch how you talk to me or I won't put money on your books. That was in the trailer. It got cut from last night's episode. Also the Meredith uh, combating Whitney saying that like, I noticed it's always you bringing up the problems. That scene got cut from last night too. Those were two like decent scenes that all of a sudden we don't see at all because they've edited them out, but left them in the preview. I don't they completely fumbled the ball in every way. And it's it's it like it's I, I mean, we're hearing that it that, that it's done. I mean, at least for next season, at least I heard that rumor that they were yeah. I don't I still I still think at the end of the day, if they're gonna be this lazy about this season, then they're gonna be like they'll they're gonna keep it going because at the end of the day, it's not a huge the ratings kind of suck, but it still makes ad revenue. So they're not usually in the habit. Like that's a big, that's a, a franchise they launched successfully. So I think there's investment in that in the sense that they won't, they won't do what they did to, to Dallas. I don't think, but who knows? I mean, this is really bad. So they did it I'm Miami. Really curious. Yeah. They took Miami off after three years. Right. Originally. And by the way, by the way, really great decision in retrospect because they came back and they were all friends. And like, I mean, I think this season of Miami just kicks ass. Like it's really good. We haven't seen it. Yeah, we don't. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, I know you. you The only way I think that they could save Salt Lake City at this point would be, since they're going to get rid of Jen, is they need to to get, like, some rich sister wives to get into the to the fold. Get some. Thank you. Thank you for giving me that opening, because I need, that was what I want. I want to ask you, why did the, half the like another shady thing is just that the, the a lot of the money has to go to the government, right? She has to pay however much money, and it said yeah. a, a million dollar amount to the government, and then the other million like to the Like, what are you doing? Oh, is it taxes? <laughs> it they didn't say so. It's taxes. It must be. Yeah, I, yeah. It's 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 taxes. Be because there's also, I mean, they didn't, she wasn't charged with this, but there is tax fraud too. So, uh, there, that is like restitution as well on top of that, okay. but it came out today in court paperwork that she only has to, and this is, I believe after she's out of prison, uh, her wages, whatever wages they may be, will be garnished by 15%, which is not bad. Like, I mean, uh, she can keep, you know, like 15%. But coach made $721,000 last year at his coaching job. Like that's a oh, lot wow. of money, $721,000. So will his shit get garnished too? No, I don't think it will. Well, I mean that I actually, I can't say that. I don't know that for sure, but I would, I would think so. Or at least I would think coach would give it willingly if they are united front, you but they've got so much expenses and yeah. what's that? You think he's going to, they're going to break up? I don't, I mean, uh, 
uh, six years or whatever. It's going to be a long time. And also I had somebody from Danbury prison come on the podcast last month and she was talking about like, she got a girlfriend in prison. She got like, she didn't love it, but she made some of the closest friends of her life. They had birthday parties. Like they, you know, life finds a way. Like she had, they were able to lay out if the COs were nice, you know, like she, she uh, really nice that she'd get massages. She did yoga. She got all her body all good in prison. Oh, she said she wasn't bragging about, she wasn't like, oh, it's a party, but she said, listen, it's like horribly depressing, but you do, you know, like you have a TV in the common room. You have to agree with what to watch, but like, you know, we threw birthday parties for each other. I'm still in contact with everybody. You know, there's one computer, they read your emails, but you still get to be on it. And I was like, if you, if they get a lot, like if you get a computer in your cell, I'll fucking kill somebody tomorrow. Like yeah. I'm, it's like, I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's all I want is to read. Yes. Sorry. Uh, You said sister wives is casting. And I know I just have a little bit, uh, a couple more minutes with you guys, but I wanted to bring, I'm so fascinated with sister wives in the last couple of seasons. I had, they have 17 seasons and I just started watching it like two and a half seasons ago. Why do you think Cody's like the best man of the year? (laughs) (laughs) When did you say you started watching it two seasons ago? Like about two and a half seasons ago. Okay. We've been watching Sister Wives um, from the beginning. Uh Uh-huh. So. Whoa, you watch all 17 seasons? So we're deep in the Sister Wives game. And. Pre-Robin. Pre-Robin. When we watched Robin get in, which also, by the way. Uh, Wait, you mean mean browse? Yes, browse, (laughs) browse, browse. So listen, how about Christine and Janelle as Salt Lake City, New Housewives? Anyway, I, I love, I'm so happy Christine and Janelle are out and Mary yeah. this week made the announcement, but I mean, Cody's like been very open with like, yeah. I don't even like that one, you know? Right. Exactly. Um, I think that, that, that show, first of all, I don't even know where to begin. So I would say, first of all, I think that the last, this last season, the, one of the, the, the episode that Cody and Christine sat with each other in the library and talked out. <laughs> yeah. um, and we saw the light going down in this yeah, window just, in the background. Just, you guys, it was, it was the most intense episode ever because we just uh, flat talking. I loved it. It was Emmy award winning. It really, I, I really, really think it's one of the best te- moments of television and so in reality TV and history. And they did it with anyway. their own equipment, That's their right. own camera, their own sound. Yes. Now, you're doing too much. Fucking bravo. Yes. You're doing too much. They set up their GoPros and sat there. It's yeah. just relationship. Yeah. Relationship. Yeah. It was riveting. It was riveting. And it was everything we wanted her to say and it was everything we knew he'd say <laughs> and he pretended he was the thing for for me in the entirety of the entire series is that all of them maybe except Janelle who actually I think would have been content to continue on if things had stayed status quo but for the most part I believe that those women and him were deluding themselves from the beginning they were living in a in a house of cards that they had been dealt from their families and their religion. And they didn't understand going into it, the feelings that a human being has when (laughs) in in an intimate relationship with other people. And when your own worth is degraded systematically and you don't even realize it until you wake up and realize, wow, I feel worthless. And I think that's what happened to Christine what happened to Janelle and what happened to Mary and 
Cody, on the other hand, spent his eternity thinking he was the head of the family. This is what men do. This is what our religions say. I'm the fucking father. I have to have all these kids and love is multiplied, not divided. But in fact, love is a specific and it's intimate and it isn't about loyalty and respect to you because you're not a fucking God. So he really fell apart in the same way everybody fell apart because his whole world was destroyed. His whole idea of reality was destroyed in a similar way theirs was, but his was different because his was so narcissistic and he's exploding and his ego is, he's going in such a different direction than them, which are experiencing freedom. And I want to, you know, to feel valid and worthwhile and love and intimacy and blah, blah, blah. While he's, he's lost the fucking plot. He has lost the plot. Even his tendrils of hair want to get away from him. Like there's those tendrils that like come down. It is like go back and then on the like, I will sometimes just days off watching his tendrils on the reunion, like just kind of flip. And then it'll be like, gosh, darn, you don't even understand me. Like he throws yeah. actual phantom. Like, and all the, all the, all the women are just like, okay, Cody. Okay. And they, they're like calm completely. And he'll be like, you don't understand what it's like to be a man. Right. Then he said, right. It's amazing. It's like, it's but it's really dark because you know you guys i try to explain my love of the show and it's like it's like what you said it's like these it doesn't take much you don't need fancy locations like the reunion is like a pier one imports they're using like a bed set from like pier one like it's ridiculously under i want to see you guys host that reunion like Uh, i want to see that like and but cody even tried to hug the the reunion uh interviewer and she just went in for the handshake and he was like okay okay He's reverting yeah, so he's, it's, hard. It's like his, his, or, his inner child is like coming out. What's interesting yes. having watched it from the beginning. This To me, the saddest part about it, I, we always watch it with Julie the whole time. So it's interesting. The show's been on for like, ten, like I don't know, 10 years or something. It's a million yeah. seasons, but it's, I think, t- 10 years. I may, it might be a little more than that. But Julie couldn't take, of course, you know, the concept at first because it's three women and one guy and she hit <laughs> and it's all to do so it'd be like okay then we you know and she, her growth and her evolution through it i mean we've grown grown older with them and it so it's been really interesting but it's sad to me that he was even though they're they were faking it for the cameras they because they said in this this last thing that they were faking it you know what i mean they were having trouble that whole time they were all infighting but they were pretending for the cameras and they wanted the job he felt always loved and adored because he had 47 fucking loser kids that were little, but now all those little boys have turned into adults and he doesn't respect them and they hate him. And when he, yeah. and they want to get their pencil wet, just that's what he said in the last episode. He goes, yeah. they go out and get their pencils wet. And the, that, the whole thing with coronavirus, I mean, again, now we've got politics intersecting with the show and it was, and it was so, it's so sad to watch yeah. for me with my daddy issues to watch these million kids that he insisted on having. He only wants to be around the young ones. Did you know that Ryan? Like yeah. he he goes, the young ones, if something, if something happened to the young ones, like all of a sudden he's like Noah and he's like, I've got the young ones. I've got animals. You guys are good. Exactly. It's like wild. Yeah, I hate to like, be one of the older kids. Cause yeah. it seems like he does not care. 
yeah, he only wants to be around the little ones because they sit there and revere him and look up to him. And now that he has grown men that he insisted on having 20 million kids, he certainly doesn't care about Mary and her one daughter. And it's like so, and the, the daughter is, 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 a, <laughs> is a trans man oh, now. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I was like, and I'm sure that kid, th- that little, you know, kid who is an adult now i mean she, she was a little girl you know what i mean she's an adult now of course because she's sitting there like all they care about is men and that stupid fucking religion but anyway okay right who cares exactly, basically exactly it's sad for me to <laughs> watch him be a terrible terrible father yeah. to these grown children yeah. and that saddest thing i have uh, honestly besides that scene that intense scene in the in the room between cody and christine one of the saddest things i've ever ever seen on reality tv was that that young boy he's like an older son now cry because his dad called him and forgot his birthday remember did yeah. you oh my god from this season you guys it was so insane he's like yeah dad called later and uh you know like it was it was he so sad he's like hey yeah what happened when you got covid man i've got covid and the the kids are waiting for him to say happy birthday and he never did and it's just like and he and he's like and he then he says I haven't talked to my dad since he couldn't even get it out. He says, I haven't talked to my dad since that day. And it was like months and months and months. He doesn't care about the, he never let anybody in the family see each other because of Corona, because of the, what does he call them? The guidelines or he was right. The stipulation. Right. Whatever. The, whatever. By the way, I'm all for people taking like COVID seriously, but like, even like, uh, uh, Janelle said, like we follow the CDC guidelines, like that right. should be enough. But Cody was on a whole different, whole different, different page whole about different that. Page. Did and you they, guys like Robin when he, she was introduced to the show? Because I didn't see when she was introduced. Did you know uh, she was going to have brow issues in the future? <laughs> well, yes, we did. <laughs> she came in with the brow issues. Um, I don't know. We didn't really like her. Did you her. feel bad that she said, did you feel bad this week? She's like, it was taken away from me. The sister wife's life. It was uh, taken the, away. The show. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I we, didn't. We did we not like feel her. bad for her. No, no, we didn't like and her from the beginning. No, really. no, she came in. She just came in a little too hot. She yeah, came in a little yeah. too hot and it was just a little the whole thing. And and clearly and the Janelle and Christine and Mary all felt she came in too hot, too. And they all knew they all knew they all knew they all knew they all knew. So, oh, oh, the, the kids thing is so sad. It is so- well. They are filming for a new season, so I'm curious where it goes. New- from I wonder here. if he'll get a new wife. He said on this what I thought. I thought this whatever it's called, tell all or whatever. It's like it's not a reunion. We'd love to see them all. They're not even here. in the okay. same room. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, so they. It was really illuminating because one with Robin when she said he was trying to protect our jobs, and it's like what jobs? So that's the TV <laughs> show. Yeah. Um. We knew when he was throwing his fit, a lot of his fits. The undercurrent, which it's like we're used to this on Housewives, where the 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 thing not being said is that we're all on a TV show. Like you know, you talk around the TV show, but that was I felt like that was seventy five percent of it for them. Robin and Cody is they're mad Christine's leaving because it, de- it jeopardizes the TV show. Right. So now Janelle has left, and he's on this re- on this tell all talking about how he wants to get back with Janelle and like prepare things with Janelle. So I think that that's either they either Janelle and, and them planned it 
because mm. I wouldn't put it past because Janelle is very like brass tacks. I know her kids hate him and she's on her kid's side and she's sick of him. But even if they didn't plan it, Cody, that's going to be the storyline is him trying to get Janelle. But also the relationship with, with, with Janelle and Christine is so strong that I think, I think they're leaning on each other and like positive things have happened in their life where I really don't force that i mean i think when they're out like you immediately see good things happen in your life and like it would be almost like but she did say she like you know part of the tenets of her religion does believe in marriage and there is that kind of question of like am i forsaking like i hate cody so much but do i want to go to hell you know like if you believe (laughs) in that that's you know that's one of the things of like and then she's like and I decided I do I I hate Cody that much I'll go down she'll get remarried she'll get remarried I give her two years tops and I think that she'll be remarried Christine for sure Janelle maybe I don't know and I hope that for Cody my my hope for him is that he just focus on Robin and or come out as gay because that could also be possibility that would be all Dude, that would be so awesome in so many ways. Oh. Sorry, I yeah. just realized, are we in no, the dark? Yeah. Oh my God, should yeah, I? Yeah, it was off, but I just figured the sun was going down. Should I, so it's going like, down. Okay. Should I no, put a light no, on? No, no, we're almost done. Okay. This is podcasting by candlelight, you guys. This is how the settlers used to <laughs> like, podcast. Uh, uh, okay, so I'm so excited you were watching from the beginning. Damn. Wait, do you guys talk about this on your Patreon? No, no, we don't. We don't. Oh, you guys just watch this for enjoyment? Oh my <laughs> yes. god, I would kill. Yeah, I would kill to have you guys do a sister wives podcast. Are you kidding me? Well, um, right now, did you ever like Cody? You know, yeah. there was yeah, there were times when when he yeah, and I thought he looked low key hot last season. Yeah, like or he's the never the just, just chill with the drinking a little bit, Brandy. Just enjoy, enjoy it. The tendrils might be trying to get away, but he's definitely he's in shape. He looks like he's young. His, he's he left it, he shaved his side. He looks good. And the sides were gray and the blonde was so aggressive. It was the beginning of the season that he looked hot. And I was like, I'm like, is he kind of look like he's doing like a weird, like kind of like and Julie was like, Yeah, he does. Yeah. Like, they all need to go into therapy they need to do work on themselves this is what i would say it's like you gotta go to therapy you gotta do work on yourself you need to really analyze it's like the religion fucks you over so fucking hard and that religion yeah oh fucking misogynistic and those everybody's gets fucked up the men are fucked up the women are fucked up you need to go figure your life out and have you know, it's like, he doesn't care about love. He only cares about respect and loyalty. Like what kind of life is that? He's, he's yeah, he's, going to the, going to the Marines or something. If you right. want respect and loyalty, yeah, you have 47,000 kids like, take care who of are kids. desperate to love you For love, and yeah. you are denying them. And you have a wife who you like, I guess, and love. So just, there you go. You've got it all, but you're denying all of it because you're so, like repressed and and arrested development he goes he goes i'm looking i'm looking back on life a lot now i I used to just be looking forward but now i look back and i'm like oh old man cody looking back you know (laughs) like you know play a neil young song cody like um okay uh, you guys i've taken enough of you i've taken enough of your time um, I'm hoping to be on your podcast next week, hopefully. Um, yes. but you guys, dumb gay politics is the podcast, their Patreon, which I 
they need to do sister wise with their Patreon <laughs> is awesome as well. You can find all of the information that you want about them at julianbrandy.com. Would you guys do a live show with me at Coyote Pass if I can get the permits? Would uh, We yes. should build a live show on Coyote Pass. Yeah. Yes. Like a, yes. Like a, Are you kidding me? Or something? Uh, yes, how, we would. Yeah. How far is that from your... Arizona? Yeah. Your par- it's, isn't like, it- it's supposed to be... Yeah. It's supposed to be like four hours, I think. Which is because I, this, this holiday, this Christmas, I was like, should, would it be weird if I drove out to Coyote Pass for a picture? And I was like, oh, but God. I bet Cody's like always watch. I was like, that's how I die is Cody shoots me on Coyote Pass. Yeah. And I was like, I've died doing what I love getting weird pictures of that's reality nice. stuff. He'd, you know? be probably, he'd be so nice. I bet. Yeah. I bet he would be how too. How far is it from your parents' house? It's like four hours. Oh, four hours. Why? Cause isn't it in Arizona? Yeah. But remember like you got... <laughs> It's all spread out. Like it's, okay. Yeah. There's, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll explain maps later, but it's like okay. really, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> also, wait, wait, uh, just one word, Lisa Rinna, happy or sad that she's gone. Uh, loaded. That's a hard it's one. Kind of loaded. She's definitely entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's entertaining. We were, but we, we love Kathy. We were on Kathy Hilton's side, but we. But a good run. She had a great run and she'll, she'll be, be back. back eventually. She'll yeah, be back. exactly. Yeah, yeah, she'll they be all back. come back they all except come back. for Nini, and that's who needs to be the first one back. Yeah, we're so mad at Bravo; it's not even funny. Yeah. I mean that that bridge is so burned. There, if Nini comes back, that would truly be really special. I just don't think that's going to be ever possible at this point. But it would be really awesome if it did. Yeah, there's it should never be. Um, you know, they should be worried about burning the bridge with her. They chewed her up and spit her out just like they do with every single person. And they just want every show to be below deck so they can bring on people, catch them with drugs on the boat, ruin their lives, and then recast the next season. Yeah. Uh, By the way, we are married to medicine fans. And I did. Phaedra's coming back. Phaedra's going to not coming back. Phaedra's going to be on next season. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Carlos King announced it yesterday. Yeah. Yes. So That's very so excited about that because we That's, live and love, live and love for Married to Medicine. And you're on official cast members yourself. So like, this is yes, huge for right. you guys. Right. This is huge. Yes. Um, yeah. We're friends. I love We're you, friends. you guys like so much. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much for being here again. Thank you're you. just my favorite guest, but thank you. And I hope to be on your show next week. And guys, cool. go subscribe to I'm Gay Politics. Uh, they they talk about politics, but in a really fun way and shows how insane the world is. And you would be kind of ignorant if you didn't pay attention to the political landscape nowadays. So, okay. Uh, Brandy is uh, ducked under the day. Okay. Yeah, sorry, bye, guys. Wait, bye. Love you, Ryan. Bye, Ryan. Bye. 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 Betches.